Hello and welcome to the New Money Podcast where we talk about all things crypto. In today's episode we have Clinton, Aziz and Mustafa. Yo. Yeah, let me announce myself, man. Mustafa. <laughs> okay, Yo, okay. Aziz, I'm back. Yeah, man. So good morning, good afternoon, good night from wherever you're <laughs> listening from. You know what I mean? Whether it's from the UK, the States, from Lagos. Canada. We had new money. <laughs> Dublin. Uh, yeah, fuck Dublin, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Seems like we're in a good mood. You want to know why? Because we made some money, fam. Some money, <laughs> B. It's been a minute. Yeah, we making money, B. Hey, so, hey, yeah, I'm crip walking while sitting down. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, week, this week, we've got some positive news. Uh, we've made a bit of a profit on an invest- investment we had in January. Uh, this bit. is Pundi X. A bit. A bit. Uh, how much did you make? Four oh, did times. we make? Four X. Hey, right four now, X. right now. So, okay, I, I sold at four X, but like now it's like five to six X oh, as, we, as we record. Right. I, so I haven't even che- I haven't even checked that. Yeah, man. Right. What did you sell? Did you did you sell all of it? Uh, no, nah, I sold I sold about sixty percent, and I left some. So I'm glad I okay. did that because I I was so tired. I was like. Hey man, fuck Pundi man. <laughs> I was yeah. like this close to just going. Like, I just needed the money, man. I was like, shit. <laughs> For those who don't my, know uh, uh, what principal. we're talking about, uh, we're speaking about Pundi X. So in January, uh, f- for some of our regular listeners, we invested in a ICO called Pundi X. Uh, what did we invest at? <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, Aziz, did you just look at the price? I just look at the price, bro. Like, he's just, <laughs> just sunk into his bed. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> yeah. That shit's up another forty percent today. Hey, and so it's nuts. Uh, we didn't predict this, like I, I, exactly. So, <laughs> so what was the ICO price we bought at? So, um, it was about. So the way Pundi worked was uh, we bought um, um, some Pundi X at uh, two dollars and twenty five cents. Approximately, and um, what they were doing was uh, they were breaking it up into a new coin called um, NPXS. So that was a thousandth of a um, a pundi, and so it went. So the price at that point was zero point zero zero two five or something, like a twenty fifth of a cent or something. Yeah. Um, or, or I don't know. My math is pretty shit. Right Are now. you sure? Are you sure it was zero point zero? Two five. There's there's definitely like two zeros. Zero point zero zero two five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then basically from from that point, it just it, it like they give you seven percent each month um, on top uh, as an airdrop. And I think it's been yeah three four months of us getting the seven percent. And we Jide was the one handling all of this. And then yeah, just this past week or two weeks, it's been going crazy. Yeah, and you guys were quite. We were quite worried about it before because I kept messaging you guys. Oh, uh, we made a profit. Yeah, have we made a profit yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys were like, uh, nah. Nah, yeah, because <laughs> when it when it first released, it was it went straight and doubled, and then we didn't sell. Yeah, and yeah, then it, yeah. it it went back down and like to half for a while. half the buy in, well, which which it was. But that was like with mm. it was a line in line with most of like yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, rest exactly. of the market. So you, oh, that really that is very true. Tell, to be fair. Yeah, so you couldn't really tell mm. whether it was the coin or it was just the market. Yeah. And 
Looks like it was the market, baby. Listen, <laughs> man, I know over the past like week or so, they, it's been doing really well. Jide has been back in crypto, <laughs> messaging <laughs> us about it. The, Check the Jide indica- indicator. Hey, I'm telling you, man. And basically, just yeah. got to follow how active Jide is in crypto. Jide <laughs> even started tweeting from his account. Like This guy don't like, tweet. Sh- yeah. <laughs> man had a, man's Twitter page has a rebound. Yeah, he has a rebound. I was Put like, what? Lightning what? In his I was name. ready. What? Well, we must be back. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, man. But like, yeah, they've had some news over the past week, basically. Like, so they went from they struck a deal with um, Nem, uh, another coin, NEM, um, New Economic Movement, and they basically like got I think seventeen million dollars or something placement for like an order of their systems, uh, their po- point of sale systems uh, over the next three years. Mm. So that's a good partnership. And then, um, the other day they got, um, I think it was an ex Microsoft, um, like general counsel. They got him on the team. And then the other day there was a talk at consensus. And then I think the past few days, there's been speculation that they're going to get listed on OKX. So like all of that. Which is quite a big, big Korean exchange, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Okay. Exactly. exactly. And, and you think all of these, all this positive news is what's pumping mm. Pundi X to where it's at right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, but like, yeah, and it's and, and it's just like a like it's just such a like we're, we're always talking about like a a project that's gonna be able to like that's gonna be functional in everyday yeah. life, and Pundi is just that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's like point of sale it's like allowing you to use cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. in shops it's allowing you to buy cryptocurrencies so easily like it's just like a very simple yeah. project that's working and that everyone understands yeah. so you know what i mean it's just like such it was i think it's such a smart yeah, investment yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you know I mean? do you want to tell our listeners that haven't listened to the previous episode about pundi x yeah. what, what uh, pundi really is and yeah. why it's so good yeah sure, sure. um so basically, put um, Pundi. Uh, the whole idea about it is they're a Singapore company, so they worked with uh, some other stuff, and now they basically wanted to create a pod product where um, it would allow um, merchants to have a point of sale system. So usually you'd have your card or whatever, and um, you'd be able to just pay by card. But they want to allow people to pay with cryptocurrencies, um, so you'd be able to pay with your Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. And they also want, um, want to allow you to um, buy and sell at that point as well. I wasn't a hundred percent like you know sold on that part where you can buy and sell mm. at the um, at the checkout. At yeah, the yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm going to boss man like in the corner shop, and I'm like, yo, let me get some Bitcoin. Like, what top up? Like, is an oyster yeah. coming? Like, what? Yeah, give me ten pounds. Trust me, but def- definitely like I think um, they the fact that they had a, like a live product and. Um, it seemed to have been working in Singapore um, and there's only space to grow to be honest yeah, yeah exactly and it uh, seems to be very good news at the mm-hmm. moment um, you've taken a bit of oh definitely man I'm, sc- I'm scaling out man um, listen I, yeah. I ain't gonna dump talk, man <laughs> yeah, um, yeah as uh, Jude says what is it bank money play money what's that play phrase called when money, you've man. taken play out your house money yeah. yeah so so a lot of the investment we now have in Pundi is house mm-hmm. money We've uh, taken out our initial investment and now we're in a position where we can decide what we really want to do. It's uh, less risky, I guess, and only way is up. Yeah, it's all profit. Yeah, playing exactly, with, exactly. Playing with profit now. Trust. 
Like, this is what we should have been doing, like, when we started. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> Ain't nobody tell us true, this. True, true, <laughs> we had to go through a series of L's oh, honestly, to understand to feel the pain, how to trade. Bro. They don't teach you this in school, fam. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next thing. Uh, we've been hit by some fake news, man. You know, fake news police are out. Yeah. Remember the whole thing about Ethereum having yeah, the... The, fuck, the Ethereum yeah. hearing that was meant to be... Uh, Monday the 7th of May mm-hmm. uh, that basically mm-hmm. w- was fake news and that wasn't a real thing so um, thanks to a big crypto guy on Twitter Crypto Medicated I think that's what it's called he called up Ethereum on the day uh, man called no, up he, Ethereum you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yo if they're, if they're easily called up like that I'm, yo, hey, yo, I'm, I'm taking out my investment yo, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be decentralised Ethereum hotline yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no he called up the SEC office um uh, mainly the chairman's office and spoke to the assistant mm. and he and they just said <laughs> that they, the <laughs> like, <yeah>. <laughs> and they, they just said that there was there was no meeting happening and it was just like fake mm. news and it all started up from the Wall Street Journal article mm. which was just speaking about how the CFTC and the SEC were going to meet up and decide whether Ethereum was a security mm. or not and we all assumed that it'd be true and I guess maybe we should really do our own research sometimes, but I think everyone in the crypto community yeah. assumed that that was true. And we were all quite excited about it. We, yeah. Like literally, funny enough, we were going to make a pod about oh, yeah, trading so strategy and like yeah. what to do <laughs> leading up. Yeah, I know. It was like, it was kind of like a good thing. Yeah. So we were going to have a pod just speaking about trading strategy leading up to the mm-hmm. hearing because a hearing about having... Uh, about deciding on whether Ethereum is a security or not is quite big, and even from the days before, like price action was, yeah, good. yeah, it was, Ethereum it was, was pumping, pumping up, yeah. and and you know how they say about um, buy the rumor, sell mm-hmm. the news. That that was kind of what it looked like was going to happen, and we were just thinking about trading strategy. So yeah. in that scenario, say for example the hearing did happen, and they decided that F was a security or F was not a security. What would you guys have done leading up to that scenario? Do you think, would you have um, held through it? Or would you have taken some, taken some yeah. profit or knowing us as, <laughs> as what's pre was previously happened? <laughs> what would you guys hey, do? Listen, um, yeah. Cause we, yeah, we tweeted um, on Friday, um, like what are people's strategies and stuff. And a couple of people got back to us. Uh, one guy was just gonna buy Dogecoin. Um, obviously the future, the future, <laughs> the future. Um, and then I think yeah, Bamboo Club got back to us and he like listed um, like a bunch of strategies. Like um, he put, obviously put high sell orders um, in case it um, it was it was dumping. He um, put in very low buy orders in case it crashed and stuff like that. So. Me during that, yeah, yeah you, during that weekend, like we, we, me and Clint were just chilling. I forgot about Eve. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I no. I, I, Friday, I was like, yeah, oh I my forgot. goodness, Eve. And then Sunday, bro, we, what were we doing, Clint? Bro? Yeah, we were just chilling. Like, I, I don't even know. We we're just oh, chilling, man. <laughs> yeah, oh. but to be fair, I think from now on, I've I've realized. I say this, but I'll probably make the same mistake again. But I've realized that with anything that's to do with a big announcement happening mm-hmm. soon, whether to decide on what's going to happen with the coin. I think if, if it does pump and if the feeling is just kind of positive leading up to it, I think you should always try and take mm-hmm. some profit or 
just just have like a marker or or of where you take mm-hmm. some profit because you literally never you're literally never gonna know what's yeah. gonna happen and it could either <coughs> crash before the announcement yeah. happens or literally just put a buy order. You just never you literally just never yeah oh, sorry, yeah sorry, just, sell just like, gotta, like sell limit yeah 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 just yeah exactly sell orders and do you want to go into what a sell order yeah, is so or like, let's say Ethereum was like seven fifty or something like. If you put your sell like your uh, sell limit at um, like seven or seven hundred, like it, I, as it goes down, if that condition is met, then, yeah, and you assume that's the level where uh, if it crosses that, it will continue <coughs> dumping, then you sell and you put in buy orders very low if you expect it to crash, and yeah. you just buy it back again at a lower price. Yeah, so you make that <coughs> money, bitch. <laughs> Or you just hold, like, you know, just... <laughs> just burn no, no. That's what we did with ZCL, Thanks, bro. I don't, hey, I listen, don't we don't talk, talk about ZCL, that. bro. This is season one, bro. What are you playing at? PTSD, we, we got real, man. Hey, we, we speaking about ZCL. Post-traumatic stress disorder. We got to have this conversation at some point. You know? oh, yeah. conversation <laughs> no, we're not. Some point. We got to have a dialogue. Trust me. Speaking about... We got to have a dialogue. Speaking about that fork here. Like, um... Uh, yeah, it no, no, not, not it, even that. Yeah, the pump, man. Fucking uh, what's his name? Um, John McAfee was like saying that uh, Bitcoin Private's gonna um, replace Monero and stuff like that in a video. I was just like, "Fuck sake, man! Don't don't talk about my investment, man. That's shit." <laughs> <laughs> you know what, John? You know what? As long as it pubs, hey, listen, bro. Not gonna lie, part of me was thinking like, "Hey, listen, man. Hey, John, yeah. just tweet it, man. Just tweet that shit, man." Just I'll be out. I'm not gonna lie. Just hit the button, oh, So on to more serious news. Remember our first episode where we had um what what was the title of our first episode? Yeah, it was like Mark Does Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg has, has, have Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Well yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Even Mark Zuckerberg owns Bitcoin. Look, look, it looks like we we we're predicting the future now. So uh recently <laughs> news came out that the uh, lead man of Facebook Messenger, or I think Messenger is kind of like a different entity to Facebook, kind of. He's uh, left the Messenger team and he's now a lead on a team that's looking into uh, leveraging blockchain uh, best for Facebook. So basically just Facebook are going into blockchain and they're, they're looking at things to do. So clearly they're trying to keep up, man. Bro, this is massive news, man. I know, it's right. insane. Like, because if you deeper, like Facebook's got what two billion people, like, like yeah. w- if you like everyone that has crypto, yeah, we're we're all just one percent of like the whole population. And Facebook has two billion. Like that is let's say seven. Let's round it. Nearly over a quarter of all humans are on Facebook. And if Facebook airdrops <laughs> one face coin yeah, to every man, bruv, we made it. We made it. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's, blockchain it's, it's very, 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 very crazy. Because especially like all of the, all of the, like positives that they're given the Telegram ICO. Mm. I know we're going to talk about that a bit later, but the fact that they have like what three hundred million active users, yeah. and that if they created, if they gave everyone a wallet, that that would be like the most adopted wallet like yeah. so fast, right? Imagine Facebook. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's and, crazy. Um, and I know we Aziz here has a we have an inside man in Facebook, so whoa, Aziz, whoa, whoa, gets, whoa, whoa. Aziz gets first whoa, news whoa. and uh, everything's going. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know what Clinton's talking about right now. Would you I mean no give, inside man at Facebook? <laughs> give us some inside info, bro. <laughs> I have no inside info at Facebook right now. Well, but like, but like Facebook have been like, uh, I don't know. There's a quite a lot of theories about what they're actually doing. 
with this whole blockchain. Oh, there's department. some there's some theories on there. There's some yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah, some speculation. Um, so first of all, the guy who's like going and becoming leader of this department, as uh, Clinton said, his name's David Marcus, of, by the way. Yeah, head of head of Messenger, David Marcus. He he um he used to work at PayPal and also used to work at Coinbase. So like for me. Because people are thinking like different ways of Facebook leveraging blockchain, right? Some people are saying it's to do with data and protecting people's data. I don't really think that's the case because if they're using blockchain for data and as a response to this whole Cambridge Analytica thing, uh, it's kind of like, it, it kind of goes against the, it kind of goes against what the core, um, the core thing of, about sharing data because like if they use if they put the data on the blockchain, everyone on the network on the network would have access to everyone else's data. Uh, nah, so it doesn't nah, make the sense. The way it would work is like obviously they store the data somewhere and the the everything on the blockchain would just be like pointers to the data. So everyone would have access to their own data and like all the transactions and stuff would be stored on the blockchain. Of that of oh, that so data. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that article that was, uh, what was the article that was spoken about that was speaking about before mm. that was saying stuff about how like, blockchain is just a way for people to have like ownership of their own data mm. and just a way for them to like say for example if um like say for example just your details or like your medical details or other stuff like that like yeah people yeah, should fair, like yeah, yeah. you give the permission to have yeah. that instead of like yeah so it wouldn't actually be stored this, on like, the yeah. blockchain it would just be like. Mm. Utilizing, you have access yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that. But yeah. I think it's more likely to be what we're talking about, like so a financial mm. thing. Because Mark Zuckerberg's been interested in uh, mobile payments for mm. a while. Mm. I know he went to he went to Kenya to look at what they're doing with Mpesa over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Kenya's really forward, uh, like really ahead of the curve when it comes to mobile payments. Mm. Like most of their economy runs like on Mpesa, really? which is like a mo mobile payments. They don't they don't really they're such a they're they're really really cashless society. Yeah. They they just send money through mobile. Shit. And Mark Zuckerberg actually went over there and had a look at it. I think it was kind of behind like behind motivations uh, of of acquiring like WhatsApp and then also like Messenger recently has you've been they've been able to, you're able to send money over Facebook Messenger. Plus plus these from from what you were saying about. David Marcus's history. You said you did say he was part of PayPal, PayPal and yeah, Coinbase. Yeah. So, so it just it just like linking two that, things together. Like yeah. it it does seem that it's going to be like a a way for them to use uh, the blockchain in like a, a kind of payment service. Yeah. And yeah. I guess if they have two billion users, it's maybe it's a way for them. Like for example, for people to access like. I don't know cryptocurrencies or stuff like that mm. much easier than maybe with Coinbase and stuff because I guess you know how people are saying that the exchanges and stuff they have to be now more like KYC and yeah. AML compliant so like anti-money laundering with Facebook I guess they kind of have your data already mm -hmm. so they, you, you don't have to go through the whole process of like KYC yeah. and AML cause it's, especially because a lot of people have been using Facebook for a while so yeah. I guess like you can know the people that have like created it for like something else, yeah. so it's it's easier to like have I mean, that data already. So I don't know. You know. I don't know if it's like they have enough to be like sort of like KYC because it's like 
they have the data that you give yeah. them. It's not Trust, like really they ain't even like, got my real uh, email, fam. Like passports or like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that so is that'll true. be, that's true. be yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it it'll be because like I think Facebook like what they're trying to do is I I like they're trying to create an ecosystem similar to WeChat, mm. like WeChat in China, where like it's literally like an ecosystem that you can do everything. Like you can put, you can buy stuff on WeChat. You can send money. You could order stuff, get stuff delivered to your house through WeChat. That's and crazy. This is, and like Facebook, by if they like implemented like cryptocurrencies on their platform, uh, being able to send cryptocurrencies and probably being able to purchase things through Facebook on cryptocurrencies, it looks like they're trying to create that sort sort of similar uh, ecosystem that basically allows you to manage your whole life through Facebook. Yeah. And it's, it's it's kind of interesting because. It seems that Amazon is trying to do the exact same yeah. thing through like having Alexa, being able to order straight from Alexa, um, being able to have that person go into your house and then put that to deliver in your house, so you don't really have to leave the whole Amazon ecosystem. It seems like this is the say, this is like the direction that these companies are kind of kind of going into. They're trying to make it so that. They, you don't need to go anywhere else on the internet other than these yeah. companies. And through like implementing payment systems on Facebook, that they're kind of taking a massive step in that direction. But it's all speculation. We hey, don't even hey, know what hey, they're hey, going to hey, do. Man, you're making that. Yo, making very yo good I think we just, broke, we just broke some news there, man. We know, we know more than Facebook know because they don't even know sure, what they're right, doing right. yet. I swear. Are you sure you're not part of the team, Aziz? Because the way nah, he's just like, I was like, you know, that was you know that Jay Z head when he's listening to the music meme when he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's sounding good, man. Nah, bro. Because I was like, that, shit. That, that was a, that's just my theory. Oh bro. yeah, you're that's, well, inside. That's info, just my yeah? theory. Yo, Clinton, yeah, speaking about um, that KYC stuff, like when we were sending, when we were selling Pundi, uh, we use we use yeah. Bancor, innit? And to to create mm. a wallet with Bancor, it was a nice it was a nice like smooth process, but they used a Facebook. They use a Facebook uh, chatbot, and it was like asking us yeah. stuff like, you know, what's what's your um, like? What did they even ask us? Is these? Um, I don't know. It asked you like, what's your? Um, what do you want your username like, what, to be? What, stuff what like you, that. What do you enjoy doing? Yeah. What do you enjoy doing and stuff like that. Just, to, I think it, that was more like to verify whether yeah. you were like a, not a bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was such a smooth like. Uh, well, you guys enjoyed the process, yeah? Yeah, man, yeah, but like, yeah, not going like, to lie, though, the this is the first what is, time. What is Banco? Is it, is it a DEX? Yeah, basically. I thought it would be, I thought it was is like it? a bank. Right, cool. like, I thought that was what they were aiming for, but yeah, it seems so we, to be like a decentralized exchange. Oh, calm. Well, to be fair, we're going to, I think we should speak about DEXs in our yeah. next episode, so we will speak on stuff like that and the whole process. Yeah, but um, yeah. in terms of, yeah, when we were using Banco, like, I was like, oh, shit, man, this is like the first time in crypto, like, my Facebook has been like linked and then Jide yeah, was yeah, like Jide yeah, yeah. was just fuming he was like yo you know they can track us now <laughs> they <were> like, this <laughs> money is like <laughs> this money is like fucking white marked or whatever he was like nah man <laughs> don't use this money for anything wrong I'm like what 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 Did, who you put your money on fam <laughs> <laughs> yeah man Jide's going to kill you for that. Yeah. Anyways, it seems like, I feel like in a few months, Facebook are going to come out with something and we're going to go back to this episode and we're going to be like, we told you so. We told you, old man. We got Aziz here telling you the info. But on to the next thing. So this segment's just going to be about how a few 
crypto projects and just like exchanges are working with uh, some countries in Africa. Mm-hmm. So first of all, uh, the CEO of Binance recently announced that uh, whilst on a trip in Uganda, they re- recently announced that uh, Binance are trying to uh, partner with uh, two organizations working towards development of youth in Uganda. Mm-hmm. Um, he held an open meeting with the Blockchain Association of Uganda and he was just saying something that he promised to support and uh, train young entrepreneurs working in blockchain in Uganda, which is a per- very positive news just because anything to do with like, helping the youth and trying to like spread like blockchain technology around and trying to just uh, improve things in Africa is always good. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, like... Um Obviously, like, I think this will benefit, um, like, developing countries the most um, because, yeah. obviously, um, I think mentioned in one of the articles we read was that, um, obviously, some of these countries have uh, very corrupt leadership and uh, some of their yeah. uh, kind of systems and processes aren't um, as efficient as uh, some in the West and allow it, like, this basically allows them, um, if they're able to leverage blockchain, then it allows them to kind of leapfrog like much of like um, yeah. the West's kind of head start. So like, like yeah. um, we'll mention in a little bit about uh, like land registry and stuff. Like um, the U, yeah, the, the UK has yeah. been doing that for like 150 years. Like if 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 like uh, if I think Rwanda's trying to do something, which I'll mention in a little bit, but it will allow them to basically skip um, like that 150 years of mm. <laughs> progress. <laughs> Catch up, man. <laughs> but hey, not gonna lie, though, wait, po- like. In terms of like, um, like their, or I, I was thinking like, what what's Binance actually gonna gain from this? Like, they they're obviously developing like and um, kind of fostering like innovation, but at the same time, I saw one picture here yeah, at the meeting, and CZ was wearing some like some shorts here. Yeah. I was like, what he's wearing? <laughs> oh, that, that nah, was, um, man. That was um, I think that was in Bermuda. I don't care where it was, man. This guy's <laughs> definitely got some ulterior motives, man. But everyone was wearing full suits. Man was yeah. wearing like some some business up top and then some pleasure at the bottom. Like, what? <laughs> you can't you can't trust anyone doing that. Man, man. Man. Mm. But but um, I must say that just the skeptic in me is like firstly when he was speaking about investing in Uganda and stuff, he wasn't he wasn't really very specific. Mm. It didn't really say anything about what they were actually going to do. So it may just be like a kind of like like sensationalist where. He just wants to be seen. It seems like he, he's very good at PR, the Binance mm. CEO. And it also just seems like, here, here's me just playing devil's ad- advocate again, but uh, at least I recently just listened to a pod about China's influence in Uganda mm. and just how, although the Chinese government may not have as much influence in Uganda, they're using Chinese businessmen to um, bribe the Ugandan government and to allow them to have more influence over things happening in like uh, Ugandan yeah. government. And the skeptic in me feels like this may be kind of the same thing where that it may be, maybe a thing where I've, I'm trying to come here and like improve and help the youth through the use of like blockchain technology and yeah. stuff like that. But it, they may also be ulterior motives because like there's literally no specifics and in terms of the Ugandan government it's not like necessarily working with the Ugandan government may not be a positive thing because at the end of the day it's kind of is still like a authoritarian government where like there's still a lot of corruption and you freely having to work with that government doesn't necessarily show positive signs but that's just the skeptic in me 
but it, I mean, it, it may it may not be the case. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's largely dependent on what their current activities are yeah. there. Like, like in most of Africa, like China's obviously coming in. Yeah. To they have like quite a lot of um, influence uh, infrastructure infrastructure for sorry resources for re resources for infrastructure investments right yeah so basically they. The Chinese government invests in infrastructure, build, building a developing infrastructure in these countries yeah. in exchange for resources, natural resources, of course, which Africa is very, very rich on, mm. uh, rich with. And China obviously needs a lot more to fuel their very, very um, energy um, needing or the energy dependent economy, right? Yeah. And uh, so it kind of depends a lot on their motives. But like, I don't. Because as you guys said, like I don't, I don't see. It, we need to have a better understanding of what Binance is actually doing in mm -hmm. Uganda to really like speculate on it. Because like, um, if it could be like a, a case where it's, I don't imagine it being non cryptocurrency yeah. related or non blockchain related. So I yeah. really want to know what exactly they are doing. Like, is it going to be setting yeah. up like? mining nah, centers all the, like, like all the what, details what? that were like kind of given were that um they're gonna go to young um uh, ugandan entrepreneurs that are working yeah. with blockchain and allow like basically train them mm -hmm. give them advice and support and stuff like that um to help them grow yeah. one of them's called uh savannah or something yeah. like that and another's like it's called like mignis I can't, yeah I can't some really cool just, organizations yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's, it seems like Binance is just doing like a little takeover world, of like bro. just like different <laughs> small obscure countries that they they see may like have potential. So he was again, uh, Binance are investing in Bermuda, which to be fair, Bermuda is quite like big with insurance, and like a lot of insurance companies are based there because of all the like, tax purposes and stuff. But like mm. they partnered with the Bermudan government to create like a global compliance center for crypto oh, and uh, they said they're going to invest like um five million into like the development of blockchain technology mm. um they've had like new jobs like only 40 jobs but still still yeah. helping kind of thing and and he's just been like he's been in like togo mm. um been with the just sounds like government to me, it just sounds like they're trying to expand their, their footprint in yeah. the world, you know? Yeah. Like, and also there's, <clears throat> if it's if it's to do with, like, uh, training and, like, um, investing in, like, um, investing in the Ugandan, Ugandan people as, like, in terms of training them to be, like, mm -hmm. developers and stuff. Yeah. And that's addressing a serious need in the industry yeah. itself because there is, like, a, a shortage of, uh, of blockchain yeah. developers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it just it could just be something where like it's an initiative to that is quite social in terms of good PR, but also benefits yeah. the company in the yeah, long run. Definitely. That that is true. That's probably the skeptics in me. And uh, <laughs> now let's go into um, go to our East African representative, hey, um, shout out. Mr. Mustafa Mohamed. Hey, Uganda's East Africa too, bro. Um, Man's been man oh, been uh, representing, uh, bro, for like the past five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uganda's more like hey, Central sure, East, man. but they yeah. Um, uh, do you want to tell us about what's going on with Cardano and? Ethiopia. Yeah, so um, Ethiopia obviously want to um, explore the applications of blockchain and um, they're basically collaborating with the uh, IOHK, which is basically the company behind Cardano. And um, basically what the IOHK have been doing for the past few years is they're building like a kind of 
global network of all these researchers and developers from um, universities all over the world. Um, and they're now, like, obviously before they launched, they had extensive research and they, they're still researching a lot. And now they're running, like, trial projects across sub-Saharan Africa. And um, basically some of these countries, as I said before, like, can benefit the most from blockchain. Because when, like, we talk about um, blockchain's effect on an economy and we, we tend to think of the West and how uh, we've already got these these kind of systems. They may not be the most efficient or and they may be very expensive, but, like, they work and you can kind mm. of trust them. But in some parts of the world, like, they, they haven't really got these established systems or bodies um, and there's no way to improve the efficiency, really. And blockchain yeah. can really help them out, as I said before. Exactly. Like, like for example, like the unbanked. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know how a lot of people say, "Oh, who needs like the payment systems?" Yeah. Blah 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 blah. But they just they literally. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And the yeah. But, go on. Uh, so, but literally, um, even then, like, there's like there's loads of people in Africa who don't have access to a bank mm-hmm. account anyway. So just just mm. things like Bitcoin and other payment yeah. systems a way for them to have that mm-hmm. easily but carry on yeah with what so you're like essentially they're gonna do a kind of similar thing but uh, the way they work is um they train people up um and then a majority of these people that go through these programs get hired by um uh by the iohk as developers in their local country so yeah. since they're going to ethiopia and they're working with ethiopia they'll basically be training all these like kind of young uh aspiring developers training them to uh, learn Haskell, the language that um, Cardano's uh, made of, made on. Um, and they're going to train these developers with the hopes that they start actually contributing to Cardano by the end of the year. So they're actually like putting like a lot of um, kind of um, time and support into these, um, into these uh, countries and their young talent as well. So I think it, I think it's good, but uh, and I'd, yeah. I think it's really good overall, to be honest. Yeah, 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 and and even with the even with this, like even like the Binance one previously may have been a bit like not nothing really set in stone, yeah. but with this, like uh, they've signed a MOU, which is like a memorandum of understanding, mm-hmm. and they've signed that with the Ethiopian Ministry of mm-hmm. Science and Technology. So it was just it, yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. good, and it seems like the, yeah, they really want to do something, and it'll see the uh, developers use. Uh, the Cardano exactly. blockchain in their local agricultural yeah. industry, and also, also. So, uh, yeah. for those who don't know uh, what Cardano is, though, like, do you want to explain what Cardano I'll, does? I was just going to say uh, the example from um, one of their blog posts. Um, I think um, one of the members of like, leadership at Cardano basically blogged about um, here getting a phone call and hearing about a friend in London. Um, basically, her father passed away. And he left her some property in uh, in Ethiopia, and essentially this the neighbor um, there were tenants in the property she didn't really know about, and the neighbor um, who sold the property to her father was still taking the rent mm-hmm. after the father died. So he's like capitalizing off like the confusion of like what's going on and stuff, and he was taking the rent. And then when she found out, she thought you know she she could show proof, but like the the only proof was that. Uh, his name was still on the utility companies, uh, the neighbor. Um, so he basically said, no, I've got a right to take um, this like um, th- this rent. And basically, mm. if you put blockchain into that situation, and that situation wouldn't happen in like countries like the UK where like you've got a land registry where there's actually like a 
a yeah. trusted body that can handle that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so of like course. In Ethiopia, it wasn't really the same case. So basically, she had no really like claim to that property. And putting blockchain in that situation, mm. like that would have been a perfect application where um, you could actually prove um, without a doubt that she owns this property now. And also, in, within that post, I, I read about uh, like Rwanda um, basically starting like a campaign yeah. to, um, to kind of register all this land in Uganda and who, who owns which. And I think they, they, it was so yeah. successful. Like they registered 81% and their next steps are to go into... Um, um, blockchain and I think after you, uh, after they trial um, the land registry project in um, Ethiopia Cardano is going to then move on to yeah. obviously other countries like Rwanda who's obviously successful but wants to take the next step so there's a lot of promise for them yeah. to be honest there's actually such a such a, a valuable use case especially yeah. in Africa because like and even most parts of the developing world because like land registry mm-hmm. and like land grabbing is such a exactly. is such a problem yeah exactly especially it like is. in nigeria like i like, like i know that <laughs> but you could buy land and you could buy land and then the people that live around the corner can come just yeah yeah seize your land, land say no this is our land we've we been yeah. we've been here like it's even, it's even the thing is it's even a problem here so like you need to have it's in like league in the legal aspect, that's why there's stuff like landlord mm. because it's that big. That Ooh. big because there's there's things Talk like that are, you, shit. are you a lawyer? There's things what? like Clinton the lawyer, I'm, I'm lawyer. Like, nah, chill, bro. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, like just with things like squ- having squatters in your house that can live in your house, and like sometimes there's no way for you to get rid of them just because of like you, you need stuff like you need to prove you own the property, and in some cases it's easier here than it is in Africa where like just with the way government is, it's, it's much more difficult and you probably need a lot of funds just to have, like prove that. Yeah. So, um, to other news, um, what, what's happening recently with Telegram ICO? Tell me boys, what, what's going on with these? Oh yeah, I swear they raised like 1.7 billion and then blood flowed. And they were like, you know private. what, yeah, you public man, you man ain't got peas. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> 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 we don't even we even you keep your money we don't you, man. <laughs> yeah so what what happened recently with the telegram ico is that the the public sale aspect of that ico they've they've decided to just cut that off cut that loose so they've only yeah. they've they decided to raise the 1.7 billion they had in the private sale uh from private investors who were recognized uh accredited investors and just decided to scrap the basically the ICO part mm. because that's like the public sell mm-hmm. aspect and they've decided to scrap that because they feel like they've raised enough money so yeah 1.7 billion was the marker of raising oh, enough yeah. money right. <laughs> not me, 1 billion me, they, not 500 million they just went they just kept going and they were like <laughs> oh shit we raised 1.7 <laughs> like I, I guarantee yeah. someone in the office went hey you want to reach two <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit that's Trust enough me, then <laughs> 1.7 yeah. yeah but um some people have said it's quite might be a positive thing because things with ICOs and just like like other stuff like that is that what happens is the private investors get the coins first so they get to invest and purchase the coins first while the price is very low and what usually happens is that by the time they get on the public sale um, the coin may have pumped a bit and by the time it's announced to the public that oh you are, you can now purchase this coin then that's when the private investors dump the coin on the 
the uh, public investors. So in this case, it may it won't happen because there's just no public sale. So it's kind of. Okay. Kind of I mean, like, bad it's not really beneficial for like no, the public. The, I know, he, he ain't even got a chance to get dumped on. No, to get dumped on. Just to get dumped on. You didn't get a chance to make a loss, bro. But like, in terms of like a uh, direction for the company, um, I don't know. Like, is the company the company is gonna now be run in more private people's interest or the private investors' interest rather than the wider public? I mean, like having the having the ICO kind of allowed you to have your allow your users to have a stake in the success of the company mm-hmm. i guess mm. so i don't know like uh, what do you guys think like is is it going to be detrimental in terms of i don't the i don't think so to be honest like because like I, a lot of even the small icos they, they've started to go towards more like private money um it's easier to have mm. like accredited investors as opposed to like regular people because mm because of regulations and stuff like that and like just uh, it's a lot easier and then even like when we talk about facebook like facebook's not gonna give like they're not gonna raise money like they've got like bloody billions man like they're just gonna just gonna create their token airdrop it to people just be like yo take that (laughs) (laughs) do your thing in it so trust me trust me so like this i I don't see it as any difference to like like Uber or Airbnb, like raising mm. money. To be honest, like they raise, yeah. they raise billions, yeah. and then they just go about doing their thing. It's just like we're just not involved at this moment in time. Like it would have been nice too, yeah. but yeah. Do you wanna, yeah, yeah. Like the project is super interesting. Like they have like so. I'm reading the white. I'm opening the white paper now. So like with the Ton platform, they want to have Ton storage, which is kind of similar to Dropbox. They want to launch a proxy service, a decentralized proxy service. So it allows you to uh, use, like, have like a something similar, like to um, that's really good. Uh, a, v- a VPN, yeah? a decentralized that's VPN, allows you to browse anonymously. They want to have ton services, which allow, like, creates like um, smartphone friendly uh, interfaces for decentralized mm-hmm. apps. Um, ton DNS, which like obviously there's a lot of like. Uh, long like uh like in cryptocurrency and blockchain there's a lot of like now, all these addresses um, and stuff like that like yeah addresses and stuff yeah like so it doesn't allow it's not very user friendly so it, it wants to a way to make it create human readable names to accounts mm-hmm. and smart contracts and, and services and then obviously the payment the send it by uh sending and receiving of payments like so they have like a lot of things that they're trying to do so it, like it, it would have been nice to invest because, like, obviously, yeah, would you like, even have, would you have invested? I don't, know, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. What you, you want to make a million million loss? People, I, I would say I was going to invest. Nah, yeah, that was, was Kodak, bro. Day, don't, bro. Don't try no, no, it. Three hundred million people. Relax, relax. He also said he was going to invest. Exactly. Where did that go, bro? As well, so you know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. These big companies don't love you, man. They don't love you. Just a bet. I want to play a little bet. <laughs> yeah, and um, finally, on an, on another ep- episode of institutional acceptance, um, Goldman Sachs has launched a trading desk. Um, it's not necessarily like a big trading desk, so they're going to be trading small derivatives such as Bitcoin futures, but um, it's it's a step in the right direction in just um. Not necessarily, not necessarily that we want institutional acceptance, but it's always good mm-hmm. to have that, and it's, it's positive signs and shows that people are taking um, trading of crypto seriously and 
also taking blockchain technology yeah. seriously. Uh, what I read in an article was saying that it may actually be difficult for the big financial institutions to actually allow the trading of like the buying and selling of Bitcoin and other crypto just because of the security aspect of like um, keeping crypto secure and just um, being prone to being hacked and stuff. And the fact that holding that much, like that amount of crypto and like that amount of funds and being prone to being hacked and stuff like that, um, it's a big, big risk to the Trust big me. financial institutions and Imagine, and they feel like that at link. the moment it's not it's not <laughs> just like you just run up on like a uh, the Goldman Sachs uh, hot wallet like you're like what <laughs> let me grab let me grab a couple milli <laughs> yeah man but um that, that's been us for today we've really enjoyed oh. recording this episode as always you know what it is the new money podcast cast the dream team excluding Jude and Naz but we all here <laughs> Um, yeah. the usual follow us on, at New Money Podcast NU Money Podcast on Twitter follow us on SoundCloud um, subscribe on iTunes please if you really enjoyed this episode make sure you share this episode with your friends wherever you are in America in UK in Lagos Dublin in, yeah. in no, I'm joking fuck, fuck shoe, Dublin wherever <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start yeah, and end the episode yeah, like yeah, that yeah, no, no, great no, people Dublin. here <laughs> <laughs> Relax, yeah. man. And always remember Thank to use there, the new money hashtag, hashtag and new money. I know someone's using that hashtag. They hate us. <laughs> so make, it, <laughs> make sure you yeah, use man. the Fuck hashtag. Too. Thank you. <laughs>